how is it going folks uh welcome to saturday cereal so this is just a, a little pre um warning i guess uh this is the episode with the the start off of the king of the biscuits the king of the biscuits 2022 formerly uh was hosted by myself and demo ducky um on normal nonsense but as normal nonsense is on a hiatus at the moment, we've moved. Well, I have moved it over to Saturday Serial so we can keep it, um, keep it going, keep it rolling on for another year. Um, but I wanted to jump in because this is kind of a, a bit of a different show. We're doing a bit of a Q and A. I am, um, and I have. Then I'm joined by Collie, who is the host or one of the hosts of Beyond the Ball. Um, it's a an absolutely amazing podcast to have a lot of different sports folks on there talking about uh, a range of different things and their life beyond the ball hence the name which Collie does explain a little bit <laughs> on his little segment but if you wanted to skip straight to the king of the biscuits chat between me and Collie, uh, you want to jump to about the 26 minute mark and that's when it'll all start off uh, myself and Collie chat about all of the groups um and he gives us picks for who's going to be making it out of the groups or who he feels is going to make it out of the groups and who's going to advance to the knockout stages and who's going to have the best chance i suppose um in the in the whole tournament and everything and where they might or how the glue the gloops the groups might pan out and he gives his opinion on the biscuits as well within the groups who he thinks is going to win the whole tournament and yeah, it's all kicking off today, if you're listening to this, on Monday, May the 9th. So you need to get over to the Saturday Serial Podcast Instagram. Give that a follow. Um, in the stories every day, there's going to be different posts and, and whatnot um, for you to be able to vote for who you feel is the king of the biscuits. Um, the group stage is kicking off over this week and into next week as well. And yeah, going to have guests on. So Kali was very kind, jumped on and but of course if you want to listen to the full podcast it's a long one now but uh give it a go but yeah enjoy and here's the intro hello everybody welcome to um sunday cereal a little diversions again this week. No cereal again. Skipping it again. Trying trying some new stuff out. Um, been an insane couple of weeks for myself. An awful lot going on. But I'm back. Back for the beginning of King of the Biscuits 2022. Um, yeah, the tournament is starting folks this is the opening ceremony my chair is really squeaky i don't know if you can hear it but uh yeah the opening ceremony of the the 2022 tournament of king of the biscuits uh bourbon going to go for the the three p uh the three in a row obviously it's never been done because this is only the third year of the tournament can a biscuit rise up and dethrone the king um who has dominated in all fairness now the last couple of years so um we're gonna have a little special segment on the on this episode with um maybe a little guest 
we're going to be chatting about the different groups the the predictions for the groups and prediction for the tournament as a whole really so uh, stay tuned if if that's what you're into um i presume it is because king of the biscuit is the premier 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 tournament of 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 the world really forget about your um world cups and your all ireland and your nba finals playoffs all that kind of stuff forget it just forget about it okay this is the only tournament that matters ran originally by normal nonsense and i've taken it over now here solo and uh, well it won't really be solo i've got some people lined up to come on and talk about the tournament talk about different things so stay stay tuned for that over the next couple of weeks and anyway as the tournament rolls on we're gonna have um different guests on and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun fun for the whole family but today on saturday's here i'm gonna be answering some questions posted up there on instagram a while ago um to ask me ask me a couple of questions so a few already in um i'm not i i probably will get through most of them anyway um but yeah uh and we'll we'll see where we go from there but like there's a few here that i you know not going to do them in the order that i've received them um not going to be be kind of maybe not even answering them all but yeah let's see let's start off things here with what's your favorite comic you've ever read so i think i may have said this on the uh on the show before but or maybe i haven't i really need to keep more notes and um, my favorite comic i've ever read of all time still to this day it's a comic i actually go back and i read it a good bit it's a uh, half past danger um so half past danger is i have it here you can move my lint roller um half past danger so i have i have the single issues of this and i also have the hardback of it which is the signed and everything from uh, so it's by Stephen Mooney so even he wrote it he drew it everything um it's absolutely amazing it's like by far one of my my favorite um it is my favorite comic and he's had some some massive success with it i think it's there's a volume 2 and a volume 3 on the way i think as well so really 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 good um so it's based in the mists of a war i'm reading the back of it here but uh yeah so now it follows uh tommy flynn or tommy irish flynn um and himself and a couple of others they go fighting nazis and they find dinosaurs and it's just it's absolutely amazing it, like every issue of it is brilliant i'd strongly recommend going and getting the the hardback of it or the graphic novel version of it now um because it is just yeah it's one of those it's one of the, the comics that i tell people you know read that to get to get into comics when uh, i picked up issue one because i just kind of it looked very interesting it was by an irish creator as well so i was really interested in it and like half I think like this would have been one of the first kind of comics that I was really really like sucked into as well when I kind of got back into reading comics, um, just the artwork in it, 
like the dinosaurs are just absolutely amazing and i mean it has everything it has ninjas has nazis has dinosaurs has irish people i mean the what's the the golden golden stuff you want but yeah like covers as well are absolutely amazing i actually have a print of one of the covers somewhere there it is up there i know you can't see but i have a, a print of one of the uh, covers on my walls here um and i mean it's just yeah absolutely amazing definitely my my number one pick for my favorite comic um ever there's a couple of other ones up there as well i do really love the the killing joke as well i think that was one of the first batman stories that i kind of read and was really really like invested in i suppose really you know in it was a it was a page turner as they would say um so i really did enjoy that so thank you for that question i'm not gonna go be saying because a lot of the i don't like they're obviously like most of the the handles of people so i'm not going to be reading them out of who who sent them in um are you doing any writing no um <laughs> i'm not uh, next question no i i haven't been i've been planning on doing some writing and every time i had a week off and i just had um an awful lot on that like kind of a lot of other stuff kind of came up then for me that week so unfortunately that kind of plan went out the window but i am oh well i'm kind of writing little bits not like and it's not consistent as well i might like write write a little bit today and i don't write you know again for another three weeks kind of a thing so i do want to try to get back into my stride with writing um a couple of ideas for like little sketches and, and little bits and pieces like that so want to slowly i've seen a, a screenwriting course there recently um that i was considering doing as for beginners so might look into that might be something worth uh checking out but yeah no i love writing um i i just really enjoy it really enjoy kind of exploring different ideas and you know building worlds and characters and, and all that kind of stuff next question um ever met any cartoon voice actors um no i actually don't think i have i've met a couple of creators well so i met well i didn't <laughs> myself and uh gary who's appeared on on episodes of this um from the tropical voice takeovers uh we were at years and years ago now and i don't even think this convention runs anymore we were at Ar arcade con i think it was called and we were kind of we arrived a little bit early so we were sitting in the bar of the hotel and we were kind of just having i think we were having a coffee or having a pint or whatever we were doing anyway and we were kind of sitting there and gary said to me he was like is that pennington ward over there standing at the bar so anyone who doesn't know pennington ward is the creator of uh, adventure time and he was he was going to be at the convention like and we we were kind of going to meet him i suppose so we kind of i looked around and i was like fuck it is him so he's just standing at the bar and we were like do we should we go over like there was no one else around it was just literally the two of us and him in the bar and we were kind of like do we go over we don't want to kind of be like hey we know you're at the convention but you know nice to meet you can we get a photograph you know that kind of a thing um and we were kind of like oh you go over you know that kind of a back and forth like you know as if we were at a school disco and we were asking girls to meet our mates um and yeah so he ended up he walked off and we we're like oh sure look he's at the convention we'll meet him and maybe we can say to him 
Oh, we've seen you at the bar there. Uh, we get into the convention anyway. We're kind of pottering around. We go to kind of the area where all the, the guests are and uh, Ben and the Mord's table. Uh, this is I think we went on the Saturday or something. No, we went on the Friday. And I had a sign on his fucking table being like, Pennington Ward appearing Saturday and Sunday only. So that was shit. Uh, that we could have actually met him uh, and chatted with him. Um, but voice actors, I'm trying to think. Oh, yo, God, yeah, I have. I've met uh, Kevin Conway, uh, who voiced uh, Batman in the animated series. Like, one of my, like, I suppose, highlights of conventions I've been to. Um, yeah, fuck, how the fuck did I forget that? Yeah, I actually am. I have a signed photograph and everything of Batman of him, well, that he signed for me. And I've got a photograph of me and him as well somewhere. So, yeah, I actually have met one of probably, the well, for me in any way, one of the biggest um, voices out there of cartoons in any way. And definitely a voice that, uh, for me, is the voice of Batman. Um, you know, the Batman I kind of grew up with, I suppose, the cartoon and the toys and, and everything. So, definitely, uh, he's a, yeah... I don't know how I forgot that, but yeah. Other than that, no, I've kind of met a couple. Like, I met Kevin Eastman, um, who created the Turtles at Dublin Comic Con a couple, a few years ago now as well. Uh, he was sound, like, chatted away to me for ages and was really, really nice. Gave me a free print as well. I bought, like, a print. I actually bought two prints. And then he was like, oh, I want to give you a present. And he gave me, I was kind of waiting for, oh, I want to give you a present. And that would be 30 euro. But no, he was sound. He gave me like this exclusive print it was from, it was like from a different convention. Like a, yeah, I don't know. It was like from San Diego. But whatever it was from. And he signed it as well. And um, yeah, to John, rad. And he drew a little sketch of a turtle, which, yeah, I'm just, I'm so happy about. Um, yeah, he, he was really nice chatted away like i kind of was telling them that obviously growing up it was the cartoons that got me into turtles and obviously as i got older i realized it was a comic and things like that so he was so nice and and, and chatted away for ages so that was really good and um, but not a voice actor i suppose so yeah but yeah kevin kevin conway i've met i'm sure i probably have met other ones now that i think of it i'm just forgetting um let's see another one average amount of coffee you consume daily um I have reduced down the coffee intake a good bit. Not a massive amount. There's weeks where you need a lot of coffee. But I'd say during the week when I'm in work and kind of between work and coming home and, and everything else. Nowadays, I'm going to say I drink between six and seven cups of coffee a day during the week. At the weekend now, that is a, a whole other story. That could be easily, you're looking at double digits. Depending as well. It really does depend. Um, like today, I have had five cups of coffee, and as we speak now, it is it is twenty past three. So I've had five cup of, cups of coffee since I woke up this morning at about ten o'clock. Um, yeah, so that's a lot. Well, I'll probably have a few more. Um, but yeah, yeah, people. Well, um, yeah, uh, yeah, between yeah, during the week, probably about seven. I'd say the most I'd have would be seven, and the weekends yeah maybe 12 again depends depends on the day depends on the coffee folks um, and depends as well if i have any pastries if i have any pastries or have something nice you know then then it's a different thing full fat or low fat milk uh full fat i don't like low fat milk um i don't like any of the kind of like super milk or any of that kind of stuff and um, it's full fat for me thank you very much 
Uh, let's see. Is your comic you wrote available anywhere? Love the show. So thank you very much for that um, question. Um, my comic, is my comic available anywhere? I don't actually know if it is anymore. It was, uh, I had got it on Tumblr for a while. But you know what? I might, I have the digital version of it. I might actually stick it up on um. On, on on the Instagram page, possibly, maybe you never know, um. So yeah, uh. But no, other than that, I've only got I got a couple of like hard copies printed, um. I got yeah. I don't like literally, and I like they're all kind of gone now. I suppose I've got two two copies of it, um. One which was the complete black and white version with the the covers black and white, and then I've got one with the coloured uh, cover, um. Which was the one I kind of gave out to people. Gave it to kind of friends and and family members as well, um, who who supported me and helped me fund that and get a get a, even a couple issues printed. So I wanted to give them something. So yeah, um, but no, I I must look into that. Um, answered that one. Answered that one. Favorite bar. Now I don't know if this means favorite chocolate bar or favorite like bar to drink in, um. If it's a favourite bar to drink in, I don't really have one. I don't have like a a local, I suppose. You know, my locals here where I live in Tala are kind of like Malloy's and the Old Mill. Um, town, though, I don't really have a, a place. I suppose I always go to the storehouse in town. It's kind of a place that me and my friends always go. And that's just because from years and years I've kind of I've gone there um, for different events or whatever. So yeah, but other than that, no, I don't know. If it's a favorite chocolate bar, then uh, my favorite chocolate bar, I think it would have to be a double decker. Yeah, I think it's a double decker. I did, like I love a nice Snickers and a Mars as well, but I'd say it's probably a double decker. I don't, like I think people say, oh, like I like a Dairy Milk or a Galaxy. That's just chocolate. Give me something with. I want a little surprise in the middle, not a Kinder surprise, but. You know, they're like Interspar as well, but they're not bars. Or, yeah, Bueno. Bueno, actually. I do like Buenos. Will we say that? No. Double Decker. Double Decker is my go-to bar. Um, What are your thoughts on the multiverse madness? I haven't seen it yet. That's my thoughts on it. Um, And there's another one there. Have you seen Doctor Strange? So no, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I, I, unfortunately, I've seen some spoilers. But I also don't know if these spoilers are actually real spoilers, you know, so could be easily photoshopped bits and pieces, but um yeah, I'm excited to see it. I'm slightly worried about it because I think there's been way too many trailers. Um it only came out yesterday, so today's the seventh uh, of May. So it only came out yesterday, so um I I'm excited to see it. I don't know when I'll get to see it, but when I do I'll let you know. Um, where do you buy your cereal? All over, really. Um, all depends. Sometimes I get it. There's a place on Erton Road here in Dublin or in Tala, um, called Home Savers, and sometimes they have kind of the American cereals as well, or kind of just strange cereals. Um, that's where I bought actually the Jaws cereal that I'll be doing soon, and the Back to the Future cereal, and loads of others. They do like Lucky Charms and then Marshmallow Mateys and. All different kind of ones from time to time. So uh, that's one place. Um, I order from Mr. Candy an awful lot as well. Um, they haven't had a massive selection the last while. But some of the ones they do. 
a lot now but like Iceland's actually a very good place to get the cereals get kind of different flavours of like Crave and stuff like that um, I've noticed that the last while where else is a good spot um, like normal supermarkets or super shops supermarket shops shops um, are starting to kind of have a lot more of a selection I suppose as well when it comes to kind of the the sugary side of things so yeah sometimes it even just Duns and Tesco's super value the likes of them um, I do buy some from Aldi as well Aldi and Lidl um, I do find them like their own brand cereals are pretty nice so but uh, yeah I kind of it's a, an all over kind of thing I suppose that I'd I'd get them from I I kind of don't really have one like specific place that I, I get it from uh, it all depends on what I see like there's times I might go out looking you know and I find stuff or there's times I'm just out and I might be like oh hey look at that that looks strange or looks interesting but yeah yeah, there's a couple of other websites I've ordered from before in the past. I cannot remember them for the life of me right now, but hey. Uh, what was the Rascals Beer Festival like? Oh, so yeah, I was at the um, the Happy Days uh, Beer and Food Festival last weekend with uh, a couple of friends, with Gary actually and uh, Steve. And uh, the weather was absolutely shite. It was an outdoor event, for the most of it. And anyway, they had some indoor seating, but not a whole lot um but yeah it was an outdoor event it was pissing rain and it kind of it was still it was great crack really good laugh um some fantastic beers i tried a pavlova cream ale which was lovely but also extremely heavy and i felt it for about three days after i'd say um there was a couple of ones i tried yeah there was like a tro- tropical tundra i tried from i think it was like wicklow wolf which was absolutely amazing. Um, tried the uh, crushed groove from I think it's like a collaboration from the Easty Boys and uh, Rascals themselves. That was really nice. Tried a couple of the the usual Rascal ones like the Happy Days, the Fruitopolis. Um, all very very nice beers. Um, but yeah, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Um, I do think the food side of it there should have been more. There were like two food trucks really. And like a coffee van and you know that was it really so i do think maybe they should look at that for the next one i know it was kind of the first one back now after covid and everything but yeah i think a couple of more um a couple of more food stands wouldn't have gone amiss and um, i do think the layout was really good i think they had it like really nice and um, like that if it had been sunny would have been absolutely amazing but sure look you can't get it all um, but yeah, no, definitely going to be heading back to that. Got to be heading back to the Rascals Brewery as well, because it's a really nice spot. You can just go and you can have a couple of beers and a pizza and stuff. Um, Most loved collectible or figure? Right. That is a tough one. I have a lot. I do have a lot of stuff. Um, Have I got one thing I, like, one thing I'd grab in a fire situation, I suppose. See, my Bla- like, I love my Black Series figures, but there's not one of them that I'm kind of like, no, no, there's not, yeah, there's like, I, I don't really have a favourite one of those, I do have a favourite, well, not that I have a favourite, well, the Boba Fett ones, but my most prized, my most, was it, loved collectible or figure, um, it would probably actually be, I have a, a turtle figure that I have since I'm a child, it's like Michelangelo and he's a surfer. Um, so that's I think that would actually be my most I don't really have it like it's I'm looking at it now, it's on display, but it's 
kind of hidden away behind other stuff. But um, yeah, I think that'd be my, my favourite one. My most prized possession. No, that's not my most prized possession. Um, but yeah, I'd say my Michelangelo surfer dude figure is my most prized. I also have an original Jawa um, toy. It's like a big one. I also have an original Chewbacca and an original uh, Bosk. But they're kind of damaged. But I do love them as well. And they were hand-me-downs. Um, but yeah. Yeah, maybe my Star Wars. Like, my Star Wars stuff in general, I think uh, that's my favourite kind of stuff. I really do love it. So, but, f oh, yeah. Would it still be Michelangelo, though? Yeah, it would. Michelangelo. My Michelangelo figure, where he's a surfer. Um, next question. Favourite cereal ever? <sighs> that is a tough question. That is a question that I ain't gonna answer right now because I kind of feel if I answer that, that's this podcast is done then. Um, what do you think? Sorry, what do? You, oh, sorry. Who do you think will win King of the Biscuits this year? I think it's Jammy Dodgers' year. Um, I don't think Jammy Dodgers stands a chance to be totally honest. But who do I think is going to win? Do you know who I think is going to win? And I think Bourbon stands a good chance. It's has a, a big following and um, it'd be interesting to see obviously now with the tournament moved to the saturday serial instagram page like the response we'll get from it but i i think bourbon sounds a really good chance and i think chocolate oaties stand a massive chance i think you know they this year could be their year toffee pops as well they're always going to be in the mix i think so it'd be We'll see, but I think it's chocolate easier. I think we we are going to see a new champion this year, um. So yeah, so actually on that note, we'll take a little pause here, and um, yeah, we're going to actually chat about the the group stages of the uh, King of the Biscuits. Uh, the current champ is here. <laughs> oh, I've got I've got one that I think may oh, be <laughs> the rivals. I think so. I well, think yeah. so. Right, I'll give you a bit of a, and I'll probably add all this. <laughs> you probably notice I don't tend to edit my fucking podcast. But, well, yeah. So, hello everybody. Um, obviously you've already listened to the first part of today's Saturday serial, but um, yeah, a very special day. Um, this episode is going out on Monday, so it's the first day of the King of the Biscuits 2020. Um, so the matches are underway as we speak. Um, if you're listening to this later than Monday the ninth. You've missed out. You need to go back onto the Instagram page, find out what's happening and what's going on. But um, yeah, as I had said, we're going to have some guests on over the coming weeks and very lucky to have. Um, he's appeared on a couple of the other podcasts on Normal Nonsense from back in the day. I had to actually write it down. I have it wrote down in my little book. Don't say football bets for you. <laughs> um, formerly the football bets for you podcast, but now beyond the ball. Collie, welcome to Saturday Serial. What is the crack, John? I'm actually delighted, delighted to be a, a, a virgin of this podcast because uh, I'm actually looking forward to this King of King of the Biscuits this time. It's a yeah, ever. it's a it's a big tournament. A lot of controversy last year. People oh. were not happy about the outcome. I was one of them. I was one of them. Was, you were. You were very vocal about yeah. uh, Bourbon. So we did. We kind of peel back. Bourbon doesn't get an automatic entry into knockout this year. They really have to prove themselves. Um, going in against. Uh, Blog, there's a look, it's open for anyone, really. Again, uh, toffee pops, people a lot of people were saying to me, No, it's gonna take it this year. Um, I don't know, I personally, I don't think bourbon takes it this year, but I don't know, I don't know who takes it. 
But uh, Collie, we're going to have a uh, we'll have a chat about the different groups, kind of what you're thinking yourself on on the groups themselves. Yeah. Um, the different matchups, obviously, we've got within those groups, and yeah. But before we do, Collie, let the people know about your the current version of, of your podcast, Beyond the Ball. Uh, you've had a bunch of fucking guests on as well, so you're doing yeah, very well. Um, yeah. So we changed it from the football bets for you, and uh, we kind of we got to the stage where we were saying like, right. Let's just get away from the betting side of things. Just on the off chance that if we did gain a bit of kind of traction, we weren't going to chase kind of companies off that may have wanted to come in and kind of yeah. got involved with it. Uh, it kind of did happen where we had uh, one or two giveaways uh, lined up and then uh, companies kind of came up and said, look, we, we put it to the boss, but you didn't want to get involved with the betting side of it. So we were like, right, we just need a rebrand. So it's it's still very similar to what we, what we do, yeah. but... We've taken all the betting side of it over. Um, and then what we started doing was just getting guests on. So whether it be kind of ex-League of Ireland players, uh, we had the Ireland under-16 manager, Paul Salmon. Uh, we had Paul Bourne, who played for Celtic. We've, we've had loads of good players. Yeah. We, have, we had a guy there that, that plays over in the MLS. Um, literally only signed for Orlando the other day. He's playing, he was playing with Atlanta at the time. Uh, but just, just an unreal kind of look into like professional footballers' lives. And obviously, yeah. uh, the guy that we were talking, his name is J- uh, Jake Mulraney, but he's from Crumlin. Um, and it was it was hilarious the way he was able to tell us that like the Americans haven't a clue what he's saying. Like, so <laughs> he, he's finding himself like talking like McGregor sometimes, you know, McGregor's yeah. uh, his press conference is the way he yeah. kind of slows his language down and stuff. Like that's the way he said he was going to find himself. But, he was like, they have a fucking breeze when I'm talking. Okay, of course on this, can I? Of course you can. You can oh, say whatever yeah. you like. <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm just like, oh shit, the rest. <laughs> and so yeah, so he he's like, oh yeah, no, they have a fucking breeze when I'm saying. So uh, yeah, but that's that's the gist of it. Like we're we're probably gonna we're, we're gonna get more content out in terms of we I I would be really interested in getting golf content out yeah. as well. Like we call ourselves beyond the ball because we wanted to go beyond kind of football with it. That was our thinking. Yeah. Like so we can kind of go into different sports and different stuff and challenges and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, like golf, I mean, would be, would be one that I think we'd get a lot of content. Yeah, definitely. We go crack as well. Cause there's a few of the lads that play and it's actually a good laugh, like in fairness, but that's it. Yeah. That's just, it's just, it's, we're getting more guests on now and just trying to get extra content. Like, like, Super. Yeah. yeah no, and uh, may it have many, many years of success. Cause I remember okay. when you, I seen like obviously on Instagram, you announced like, oh, the end of like the football best view. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I, got, I got loads of messages about that. And everyone just kept texting me then. I was like, what are you ending the podcast? What are you ending the podcast? I was like, oh, look, it's, it's time to put a nail in, into the coffin, you know, it's, it's, it's running its course. And then, yeah, I done a little, a little video where I was like, look, yeah. I think we had we had Paddy on who was who was on our nonsense before. And right, uh, yeah. he, he was on the podcast because obviously we're on YouTube, the visual podcast. We had the black hole up. He was wearing the sunglasses <laughs> and all like and he's like, I'm not happy. <laughs> but then we played the little video and obviously he knew he obviously knew we were uh, changing around, but uh, he'd never seen the video. He was kind of like, Well, I actually I actually liked that video. He's like, not quite emotional watching that video. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was just the reveal of the other podcast and everyone's like, Oh, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super. <laughs> but yeah so you have been a massive uh you've been a massive supporter of uh of the king of the biscuits tournament since the yeah. very first year of it um and for those who don't know obviously king of the biscuits the history was it literally started of me and demo just saying 
I wonder what the best biscuit is. Yeah. And uh, it kind of quickly then turned into this tournament Spiral. that we were doing on the on the podcast. And then last last year we made it bigger. Um there was a bit of a well, it wasn't really a Twitter beef because they never responded to my tweet. Uh <laughs> Gary, who obviously has been on the podcast a couple of times, um, he told me about I think it was like a brewery or somewhere had tweeted like oh, what's the best king of the biscuits? And I think it was those custard cream or bourbon they were put up on a Twitter poll. And Gary, like, tagged me in it. So I, like, responded being like, oh, don't worry about it, lads. We've already done a, there's, like, a tournament on it, two years running, bourbons won two years in a row. We even had pin badges made. Not that I was trying to start anything, but, like, we just never responded. But this, I can tell you now, folks, is the official king of the biscuits tournament they actually use the words king of the biscuits as well so how uh, dare they not respond and that is also copyright you know I mean? exactly so i, think uh, I will yeah i should have sued them yeah um, but <laughs> this year we i keep on saying we it's me this year it's only me <laughs> i stole it from normal dancing we gave it a new home here on saturday serial um but i decided to keep the kind of same format the group stages obviously and then uh, i did add in the wild card group there was a lot of controversy about those entries as well last year um and obviously last year bourbon obviously being the current champion at the time got an automatic entry into the knockout stages which you've gotten rid of it's back in a group this year um so from groups hang on i just run through the groups again very quick so groups one two four five one two two, four and six is it top two one two one, two, four, five, sorry, one, two, four, five, top two, three and six, top three, and then the wild card top two as well. So um Colin, we'll run through the groups real quickly and give me your kind of your thoughts as well. Obviously, we kick off with group one. Group one, bit of a, a lackluster group, I kind of think personally. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've got Viscounts, Ginger Nut, Pink Wafers, and Oties. Yeah, like looking at like I'll go I'll go at them in order, right? Because I'll I'll, I'll... I'll give you my take on all of them. Viscount, right, I think is a very underrated biscuit, yeah. I'm being honest. I do like it, but you, you have to be in a certain mood, and them certain moods only come around probably once a year. Yeah. So that's why I think, like, Viscount is a, is a very nice biscuit, but only for, for an occasion, I think. Ginger yeah. Nut. Now, this one, is, this one for me is kind of, it's a similar one to Viscount, where you have to be in a mood for a Ginger Nut. Uh, not a great, like, there's a couple of things that I look for on my biscuits. It's, can you eat a load of them? How many can yeah. you eat? Uh, how well do they dunk in tea? That's all I need. The big one, I, yeah. I need the big one because if I have a cup of tea, I have to have biscuits. Um, and then what I like is, I like to see how many, how many, kind, how do I say this? How many different ways, can, how many different moods can you be in to eat it? Do you know yeah. what I'm trying to say? So, yeah. like, if I if I come in and I'm and I'm tired, can I eat one? If I if I'm if I'm drunk, can I eat a lot of them? <laughs> I need to, I need to be in different moods and I need yeah. to be able to eat them. So that that's what I, I mean on that one. And ginger nut for me isn't probably one that I would be in a lot of moods to be able yeah. to eat. Uh, pink wafer. I used to love these as a kid. Uh, these were one of my favorites as a kid, and I used to always get them around Christmas time in the USA box. Yeah, you know, uh, the big, the big So for me, I think that's a, probably a little bit of an underrated one as well. Uh, big fan of pink wafers, and the oaties again. The problem we have with oaties is they absorb tea very quickly, and I don't feel like they have good dunking time. So the amount of time 
that goes it goes into the tea to the point where it gets to your mouth, you don't have a lot of time before yeah. it breaks. So that that's one of my problems with Oties, but not a great group, I don't think. Not a great group, definitely. I think it is one of those groups that I don't think any like whoever qualifies don't see them going too far. No. You know, um, it does obviously depend on who they'll get in the in the first stages of the knockout and everything. But I just yeah, personally like that. I agree with your Viscount. One of those like you can't really because it's a mint biscuit you can't have it with a cup of tea like you yeah. are limited and when you can yeah. actually have it ginger nut not a massive fan i don't know it's one of those very dry biscuits you know it's yeah. almost as if it's like fucking taking the saliva out of your mouth yeah pink wafers yeah like that's pretty much my childhood right there like in, in my nanny's house getting like soggy pink wafers yeah, um, yeah. and yeah always always like that i definitely agree with you you're just like a fucking sponge slurping up your tea and then it is that you have to be quick but, um, you have to be quick out, out, of, out of the cup. The one thing actually about pink wafer has not changed its shape. Didn't it used to be a bourbon shape and then it went to like a, a yeah. custard cream shape? I yeah, wasn't a fan of that. Bold yeah, decision. They did, did shrink down. Um, I actually haven't, because today I was out doing my shopping and I was trying to kind of get the biscuits. Yeah. Um, because obviously naturally during the King of the Biscuits is all I eat is biscuits from, from tomorrow morning until the end of the <laughs> tournament to buy the biscuits. Um, forget about everything else you've yeah. got your milk you forgot your milk but you got that again you got about 400 packets of biscuits trolley full of biscuits <laughs> it's a great way of trying to get the podcast out there talking yeah. to people like oh just buying the biscuits for the tournament though <laughs> no no one talking to me me just going sorry did you say something about king of the biscuits yeah. <laughs> you're probably wondering about all the biscuits are you yeah. <laughs> just up to random people yeah, just bumping into them with the trolley <laughs> i'm sorry, sorry about that. basket full of uh, biscuits <laughs> but uh yeah group one not a great way to kick off the tournament, but who, what top two? Who do you see going through from there? I would like to see, I would like to see Pink Wafer top the group. Okay. And I do think, I, I mean, it's a toss up between Viscount and Oties, but I do think, although they fall short in the time where it comes out of the cup and has to go into your mouth, they still are a delicious biscuit. And yeah. I can't, I can't knock them for that. So I think Oties will probably come second in that one. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I think um I think OEs will, yeah, I definitely think they qualify in any way, whether they top or they come second. Um I think the popularity side of OEs, I think pulls them through. Yeah. Um and then yeah, I don't know who else goes like totally honest. I would like to see Pink Wafers go through myself, but Ginger Nut as well, I think might have a bit of a nostalgia for people. Yeah. Viscount is the one I do I just don't see it going through. I don't see it unfortunately no. making it through, but um the shame because it is a nice biscuit. It's it just, nice it biscuit, just yeah. hasn't got the reputation that, that it needs to go through. Yeah, that's it. Um, group two, we'll move on to and a bit of a stronger group this time. Uh, Chocolate Oties, who a lot of people last year really thought should have made finals um, or made it further in the tournament. I think they went out actually maybe early enough in the... Did they even make past group stages? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I don't remember them getting past know. it anyway. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it seems to be a favourite. Then we've got Nice Biscuits or Nice Biscuits, whatever you fucking call it. Um, I'd say Nice. Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Someone was like, oh, do you want a Nice Biscuit? That could be fucking any biscuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Biscuits, yeah. <laughs> um, shortbread and the humble rich tea. What do you think of this group? This this group is very dry. I think yeah. it's like, not a lot, like, like chocolate oaties maybe just, just gives it a little bit of a uh, bit of flavor, but um, it's a very dry group. Like Nice, Shortbread and Rich Tea aren't miles off each other. I think they're yeah. very similar biscuits. Uh, the chocolate oaties, again, with always being a nice biscuit, the chocolate kind of gives it a little bit more stability in the cup. So when you yeah. dunk it, 
you have a little bit more time to get it exactly, to your mouth. Yeah. So I like I like that about it. Uh, obviously, I like chocolate as well, so a big fan of that one. So I do like the chocolate always. Nice biscuits, again, these are ones that I think you can eat when, uh, like, you could just take them out of the packet and eat them. You wouldn't have to be uh, milling 100 of them at a the, the time as well. And I think yeah. the problem I have with Nice biscuits is for Duncan, they just they just are not up to scratch. They're really no. bad. Like, they, they break straight away, so... Um, but nice bit of sugar on them as well, which which gives them a nice little bit of flavour. Yeah, so I do I do like them. Shortbread for me is a weird one. Uh, I really like shortbread, but it's not one I'd have with tea. Really? Yeah, I just don't think it it belongs anywhere near a cup of tea for some oh, reason. I'd yeah, no, shortbread and tea would be my combo for me. I love shortbread. <laughs> Come like Christmas time, there's fucking tins of shortbread everywhere in this house. I can't stop buying the fucking stuff like. <laughs> like and I know you can get it any time of the year, but I'm like, oh, look, it's so easily available. Uh, yeah, shortbread is almost like my crack sometimes. It's just, and yeah, big cup of tea, big pile of shortbread, lock myself in the room for an hour and a half. Sorry, I'm at the, I'm at the switch of my microphone there. I might oh. sound a little bit different. I might oh, sound yeah. a bit clearer, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that I didn't have it, uh, have it on the right mic. Uh, rich tea then as well. Again, it's very similar to a, to a digestive, I think, but hmm. a little bit more... Uh, I'm going to be controversial, I think, but I'm going to say a posher digestive. Yeah. I think anyway. Um, But again, doesn't hold up well in, in tea, I don't think. Yeah, no, rich tea definitely. I think like that rich tea and digestives, digestives are kind of like, like that rich tea are kind of, you know, it's your auntie from Fox Rock. Yeah. And digestives are yeah. people from Tala. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Your auntie from fucking, from Joe's down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Within that group, who who do you think from this group now will make it through to knockouts? So I, I know shortbread is very popular. So yeah. I think shortbread will, will fly through in the group. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see chocolate oaties go through yeah. on this one as well. So I think them too. Look, I like nice bars or nice uh, biscuits and I like rich tea. Um, but I think shortbread will take it for its popularity and chocolate oaties deserves to go through yeah. because of the I... quality of biscuit. Yeah, I'd agree with you on the, on both those. I yeah, just don't think I think Rich Tea has a bad reputation. I think Rich Tea has that reputation of it just can't stand any heat. Yeah. You know, it gets close to the cup of tea and it just gets all yeah. soft. Yeah. Um, so I think that rules it out completely. Um, and yeah, Nice. I just don't think Nice has the the following really. I think it's no. like a it's an old person biscuit almost as much yeah. as I love them myself. Um, but yeah, I think shortbread has the the fan base, and I think chocolate oaties. I think chocolate oaties will walk through the group. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it should yeah. win it. Extremely popular. Group three. So group three is going to be a big group, I think. Um, yeah. And of course, from this, so there's only one biscuit not making it out of this group. Now, some people did message me saying because bourbon is in this group that I was fixing it. <laughs> I mean, totally honest. I should have fucking done a fucking live, <laughs> a live uh, one, yeah. video of the fucking draw because, uh, yeah, bourbon... Sorry, so group three is Bourbon, the two-time champion. Um, Oreos, the Nutella biscuits, are making their first appearance at the tournament. And Chocolate Fingers. Mm. This is a big this is a big group, I think. Um, yeah. Who who do you see the top three or who do you see going through and who do you see not making it through? The problem I have is I know bourbons are obviously gonna get through. Um, look, I'm a, I'm a fan of bourbon. I, I, I gave it a bit of shit last year, but I just, I just, I wanted my boys toffee pops to win it. <laughs> and I, I just, I was really rooting for, uh, for toffee pops, but, but bourbon, 
look, it's a good biscuit. And the, the thing I think about bourbon is it's a good size biscuit as well. So you're yeah. getting, you're, it's not a size of a, of a custard cream. You're getting the full kind of length on it. So it's a good biscuit. It's good for Duncan. Um, I mean, it, it has everything that a champion should have, yeah. in my opinion. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of, I am a big fan of bourbon cream. I just don't want to see it win. I mean, it could make history and get the the, the treble and go yeah. three years in a row. Could be iconic, but um, I hope it doesn't do it. Uh, but I do see them getting out of the group. Oreo, again, there's so many different types of Oreo now, so I don't know where. So what I want to ask is, are we, are we, oh, I need to cramp my leg there, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that, folks. Uh, so Oreo, are we talking about just the playing standard Oreo? Or... Just picture someone driving, listening to the podcast. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. And I crap me like I had a few drinks last night, so the muscles oh, aren't they're, they're dehydration. dehydrated. And I know, no, you know what's great for dehydration? Ice and fury, ferocity. <laughs> Grab so a can they couldn't put it in a bottle. They had to put it in a can. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, so sorry. Oreo is it just a plain Oreo? Yeah, we're, we're going with the original mm. Oreos, no covered in chocolate, chocolate no, oh, okay. no flavors because there is tons. My my unflit is mad fucking about Oreos, yeah. And at one point, there was like birthday cake, fucking caramel, peanut, chocolate, double chocolate, wow. and white chocolate. Like, probably why he's diabetic now, you know. Look <laughs> at two legs, they did. <laughs> um. Look, I'm a fan of Oreo, but I would have to say I'm more a fan of Oreo flavored stuff. So yeah. Oreo milkshakes, I'd yeah. be a massive fan of. Uh, Oreo in like ice cream, I'm a massive fan of. I, I don't know whether people are gonna agree with me, but I do think Oreo is slightly overrated. Yeah, as a I do. I love Oreos myself, but yeah, I think I'd agree with you there. I'm more of the like that the you know the Oreo eggs there that were at uh, yeah. Easter with that little filling that's yeah. what yeah That'll get me get me yeah. a big fucking tub of that yeah. I really like mini Oreos like I prefer oh, yeah. mini Oreos over yeah big Oreos now saying that I'll probably just pour the whole fucking thing into my mouth so yeah. I might as well actually just eat a full <laughs> same Oreo. size anyway but, yeah <laughs> but yeah something about the the flavor and with them I, I like a bit more than um than big Oreos like that I'd happily go for a, a bag of Oreos or a packet of Oreos a bag of Oreos. Um, <laughs> But I do think an Oreo is is one that you can open up your press and kind of eat it dry. I don't think you necessarily yeah. need to have it with tea. So yeah. I think that it gets it does get points for that. I think. Um, the Nutella biscuits. This one for me, I don't. I'm not actually a big fan of Nutella. Oh. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm gonna just throw it out there. I love chocolate, so don't get me wrong. I, I'm a big fan of chocolate, but I was never mad into the chocolate spread or anything like that. Really? Um, yeah, just never for some reason never got it. I always just felt like it was too luscious or something like that. Yeah, it just wasn't to my to my liking. I'm I'm a milk chocolate guy and and a white chocolate guy, and I just thought that that just tasted a little bit too much like dark chocolate in my opinion. I could be wrong now saying that, but that was my yeah. memories of it. Like, um, yeah, I like I, I love Nutella myself. I'm not a big fan of these biscuits now. To be totally honest, yeah. um, like them, but not. I wouldn't be. Like I'd, I'd rather just eat it straight out of the fucking jar, to be honest with yeah. the film. Um, but yeah, no, I can definitely like. For me, like I think, like I know so many people that love Nutella that, like that. When I hear people being like, "I don't really like Nutella," I'm always like, "What? <laughs> <Shocked>. Sorry." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I do. Yeah, there is sometimes if I put too like put too much on toast, it, it has that very like halfway oh, through. Toast? Twice. That's controversial. Really? No one else doing. Oh. Got toast and not just normal bread. 
No, well, put it on Norman Bread as well, but put it on toast. Get oh, it on wow. melty. Now, don't put butter or anything on it. Just must Nutella straight on. Oh, I've never tried that. Really? Give it a go. Yeah, I must try it. Put it on a bagel, toasted bagel. Very nice. I've had it on pancakes now, and I do put like it on, it on pancake, pancakes. Yeah, yeah. crumble if you want to get fancy. Oh, hello. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just not, I'm not into the whole Nutella. So I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna say for me, that's probably the one that doesn't advance out of this group. Yeah. Uh, chocolate finger again. I know Damo was big on this chocolate finger, mm. and he was going on like it was the greatest thing ever, and that's his <laughs> favorite biscuit ever. I think. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it's just wild. That's outrageous. I, I yeah. think that's there's definitely better options out there. Like this, the chocolate finger for me is one of those that could have easily ended up in the wild card group. It's one of yeah. those. It's borderline, you know. Like I know there's some stuff in, in the wildcard group that is out and out, not a biscuit. And I will like I know I explained last year. The reason there's the wildcard group is majority of those things that are in the wildcard group, or all those things that are in the wildcard group, are on the same aisle as the biscuits. So yeah. that's why we've given them their group. But yeah, chocolate fingers is one of those things that it's normally in the middle. Like that's what divides the fucking bourbons from the, the fucking cream yeah. crackers. So yeah. um it is a strange one. And yeah, Demo was was definitely a big uh, supporter of this. Uh, it made its first appearance appearance last year in the tournament. Um and he was a massive, like he was I was adamant he was gonna go a, all the way. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was like, I know he was very annoyed because I'm pretty sure Bourbon knocked it out last year and he wasn't too impressed about it. So um no, he deserved yeah. to be knocked out by Bourbon. But one thing I do like about the chocolate finger is I bite each end and I suck it up like a straw oh. and it's delicious. Yeah. Delicious. I do it with my club milks as well. <laughs> Very fucking nice. Gorgeous. And Kit Kats as well is another one to do it with. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think I think Bourbon, Oreo and Chocolate Finger are going to get through on that group. I think Bourbon's going to win it. I think Chocolate Finger might come second. I think Chocolate Finger is quite popular. It's, well, yeah. it, has, it has the reputation, but I don't know whether it has the followers. But yeah. We'll see. see for me as well like within this group all except for the nutella biscuit like i'd be like you were kind of saying earlier on there like you know being in the humor for like when can you eat a biscuit mm. a big thing for me is i've got this fucking awful habit of i go like to basketball train really hard have a match or whatever i come home and eat fucking two packets of biscuits like yeah like, that's oh. why you're trying that's why you're yeah. trying so you <laughs> can eat them yeah. um but and bourbon are my go-to biscuit because i could easily eat two three like yeah. there's no limit to the amount of bourbons i can eat i'm pretty sure like yeah. um and same with chocolate fingers as well they'd be one of those biscuits that just slide them in my mouth don't even yeah. bother chewing just straight down oh yeah um, <laughs> yeah i agree with you i just don't think i don't think this is the year for the nutella biscuit i think it's yeah. only new like, it could be wrong i know there is but like nutella has that massive fan base and i do think that could be the thing that maybe yeah. gets it ahead but I don't see a beat in bourbon. Don't see a beat in Ario. The only match I could see it actually winning is Chocolate Finger, yeah. but it'd be very close. Um, it needs to build. It needs. It needs some time to build up a yeah. reputation. I I think, look, as a as a biscuit. As a biscuit, it has to. Yeah, it's got yeah. to get that foundation. It hasn't yeah. got it yet. Doesn't um, deserve to go through on on just no. So I, I I agree with you on this. I do think bourbon. I, it's one of those things as well. Bourbon is in a dangerous territory this year. There was a lot of people who like that were just like, hell, how is it one again? This isn't <laughs> fair. Like, so we do think those people are going to come out on force this year and potentially. Hey, I was one of them people. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it could be bourbon actually not advancing to the yeah. knockout stage. Now, I don't see that happening because it is in a in the this group. Um, yeah. I do think if bourbon was in a group where it's only two advancing, it could be 
really in trouble. It's yeah. all going to depend for Bourbon as well on who it gets in the first round of the knockouts and obviously throughout the knockout stages as well, yeah. how far it gets. I do think it has the, the fan base, but we will see. Mm. Right, Group 4 now. Uh, so Group 4 has... Th- this is another kind of... I think it's a strong group. I think there's... Well, obviously we have Toffee Pop in this group. Uh, yeah. So we have Toffee Pop, Chocolate Kimberly, Chocolate Digestive and the BN. Um, oh, yeah. BN done awful last year, actually. Didn't even advance from the, the group stages. Uh, Do you know what? Was... They're, they're a bit of a... Um, a, a children's biscuit is that what like because they have the little smiley face uh, on it, yeah yeah so, uh, <laughs> like i think it's like something you open up a, like a kid's lunchbox and there's a bn a bnbn I, I can't like listen to bn and like not listen to the song in my head that's all i can hear every time i say it so um yeah i think that's a bit of a, a children's biscuit and i don't yeah. think it'll i don't think it'll advance out of this this no. group um chocolate digestive um is for me one of them biscuits that I can eat whenever I want. It's got great. I think it's got great stability in the cup when you're when you're dunking it in tea. Uh, I think it's got it's got you can go to the press, you can eat three of them, and you're satisfied. It doesn't. Yeah. It can be a hot day. It can be a cold day. I don't. I think this one is a very underrated biscuit in my yeah. opinion. But I think the chocolate digestive is is a top biscuit, top tier biscuit, as they say. <laughs> uh, chocolate Kimberly, one of my favorites. Definitely one of my favourites. Yeah. yeah, I really like them. Now, I wouldn't be dunking it in the tea. That's what I was going to ask you. Will that no. be one you don't? I don't dunk it in the tea. So what I do is I take a bite and then I take a drink of tea. Oh. And I do it inside. <laughs> I do it internally. An internal so, combination. An internal dunk is what I'm doing there. Uh, so that's that's where I kind of get that. And then Toffee Pops, look, I, I I can't say enough about Toffee Pops. They're just me ultimate uh, biscuit. I'm sitting here with four of them beside me. And do you know what? I've done a little test on it. Um. And it's, it seems to be holding up pretty well. I dunked it and I've put it to the side and it's still holding its kind of um, structure, if you will. I see. Um, now toffee it's... Pops to me are almost like, oh, Toffee mm. Pops are, it's almost like a cheesecake because yeah. it has that, it has a nice biscuity base, got the chocolate topping and obviously has a little bit of caramel in the middle. Yeah. I do think it does. It's, structurally, it's one of the strongest biscuits going. Like if you're going to build a house out of biscuits, yeah, it's all Toffee Pops. pops. Like yeah, you're going definitely. with Toffee Pops there, definitely. And the one thing I like about the, the caramel as well is is beautiful, but it, it gives it that little stability. And when it goes into your mouth, it's just a, it's just a, oh, it's a combination of flavors and it's yeah. delicious. Poetry in motion. It is. it is poetry in motion. <laughs> it is like very much so. Um, Big fan of Toffee Pops. I yeah, I think this is going to be a tough group. I think chocolate Kimberly, chocolate digestives, and toffee pop, toffee pops are. It's going to be a battle. Yeah. Um, like that. I'm a big fan of BNs. Well, I'm not a big fan of BNs. Lidl do these ones and has like a prince on there or something. There hasn't got a face. They're just circular ones. Okay. Um, the exact same thing. Like, um, I like them ones, but I didn't know what they were called, so I couldn't put it in the tournament. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I think, yeah, I think BN falls short again. Again, maybe if this was a group where three are advancing, it might do a bit better, but obviously it's only two. I think from this group, yeah, I don't know. What, what are you thinking? Yourself? I think Toffee Pop has to come out on top. Yeah. I'd be I very think... surprised if it didn't. And I think there'd be, there'd be questions asked if it didn't. Yeah. And um, I think, yeah, I think I there'd think be an, an absolute battle between Chocolate Digestive and Kimberly. Yeah. I think that's what's going to happen there. And it's going to probably come down to that matchup where they face each other. That's so you're going to say Toffee Pops and 
Talk to Kimberly. I'm going to go Toffee Pops to come out top, and I'm going to commit and say, do you know what? I feel like Chocolate Digestive is a more supported biscuit, and yeah. it's probably an all-round biscuit that you could eat all year long. I think Chocolate Kimberly could fall short because, now for me, it's one of those biscuits that you'd only ever get it around Christmas time. Christmas, you know what I mean? yeah, like yeah. It's one of those things I remember, again, back living in my mom's, it was like, oh, I've I've bought the chocolate Kimberly. Like Christmas yeah. can start. Yeah, exactly. Um, the chocolate Kimberly are here. Where it's one of those things as well. Where I think for a while as well, where it wasn't like it was only available at Christmas. Like you don't ever really see it at Christmas. And now, yeah. obviously, you can get it yeah, all year everyone. round. So, um, I do think that's what could make chocolate Kimberly. Fall yeah, it, short. It, it needs to build up an all year round reputation exactly, rather than yeah, just. Yeah, I still don't think Christmas. it has that. Yeah. Um, group five. So group five as well got some strong. Strong candidates in here. Yep. Uh, we've got Mikado, Cookies, Jaffa Cakes, and the Viennese, uh, well, Viennese Fingers, I suppose, I think are officially called. Okay. Um, bit of a mixed group. I'm kind of saying it's a bit like, but as I look at it now, well, I don't know. What's your thinking of Mikados? What do you actually think? I love them. I love them. I, I, I love Mikados. I love the, the, the fluffiness. I love the little bit of jam in the middle. Um, I just love it all. I, I mean, it looks like a little bit of a vagina, and I'm all over it. <laughs> I'm all for it, and I and I lick it like it is one. So I'm I think all everybody for it. does. Yeah, I think it was like uh, the first time like that that I well, not the first time I seen a vagina was oh macado, <laughs> oh macado. Well, I knew what to do. I knew what to do, like because I was like all these years of eating macado. It's finally paid off. Like, yeah, I'm a big fan of it, and I do like the 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 little biscuit base it's got mm-hmm. because it's not. It's not too hard. It's always nice and yeah, soft. soft. It's a nice yeah. soft and and it, it it's almost like weird. Well. It's almost that it has like a an almost soggy texture, but it's yeah. not soggy. It still has not that soggy. like hardness yeah. to it. It's moist. Yeah, that's right. the yeah, word. It's like a moist kind of a like kind of base. I'm really big fan of Mikados. Do I do really like them? But again, is that a coconut kind of? Um, it's like coconut shavings. Yeah, see, I'm a big fan of coconut, so that's where. And I think not a lot of people are like. If you hand me a box of celebrations, Bounty's probably one of the first ones that yeah. I go and get out of it. So that's why I think for me it's probably it's probably one of my favorites. Cookies, I think cookies is very underrated and doesn't get the props yeah. it deserves. Um cookies for me, it depending on the cookie, it's a great dunking cookie yeah. or a great dunking biscuit. Uh you can eat cookies any day of the week. Um I think if I open my press and take four cookies out, I could eat them all happily and everybody's a winner. I think uh, cookies are <laughs> cookies are, are great, and I don't think people give them enough uh, enough props. Cookies and milk, it's yeah, not. I don't think it's that big over here in Ireland, no. but I'm a big fan of cookies and milk. It's actually really nice. Yeah, I like it. I, I um, think cookies is underperformed every year. Well, for yeah. me, in anyway, yeah. like to be totally honest, I thought the first year we ran this, I thought like cookies was going to be the winner. Yeah. Same as last year, I genuinely thought cookies will. Strong. Now, I suppose that's the thing that may go against cookies. That there's so many different ones out there. Yeah. So it all depends on what people are thinking. This is just chocolate chip cookie. Whatever yeah. version it is you eat of it, that's the one yeah. to think of if you're voting. I think, I don't know if I'm getting the brand right, May Farm or something like that. They're in the purple biscuits. Are they the purple yeah. packet? Yeah. Delicious, delicious. Big fan of them. They're like... I'm not. I'm not even joking when I say this. I used to have a cup of tea and a full packet of them yeah. when I was. Yeah, that's I'm another not, very, very addictive. There. Yeah, another, uh, another biscuit that will be one of those that I could eat multiple packs of and yeah. not even fat an eyelid. Yeah. Uh, Jaffa cakes for me. Stuff. Jaffa cakes for me. Loved them. Absolutely loved them. Um, the whole debate with Jaffa cakes. How do you? Where do you fall on it? I mean, 
it does say cake in the name. So <laughs> I, like, I'd have to probably say they're a cake. I know I did. I think I talked about it on Norman Nonsense last year. Obviously, there's like this loophole base, I think, that they get through that it is a biscuit because it doesn't have to pay like a cake tax or whatever. Or they call them cakes so they don't have to pay a biscuit tax. Okay. It is a biscuit. I don't know. It's a very... The, the seedy world of the biscuit market um but yeah i know that there's something weird with jaffa cakes where it's like a loophole they kind of use to get through yeah paying a, a biscuit tax or something okay. like that right well like yeah i mean i'm happy to i'm happy to accept everybody's opinion on this if anybody wants to say it's a cake i'll, I'll i won't say no it's not and if anybody <laughs> says it's a biscuit i'll say yeah it could be yeah okay so I'm, I'm happy i'm happy both ways you know yeah. i'm swinging both ways on this one like, <laughs> uh, but i really like them a uh, big fan of them I, I think that the chocolate on it needs to be the normal chocolate. Sometimes you get them the rip-off ones in like uh, Little or Aldi yeah. um, and they're, they're like a darker chocolate yeah. and I'm not a fan of that. I, oh. I like just the normal chocolate on the normal McVitie's Jaffa Cakes um, but I'm a big massive fan of it and I love biting around it then I love biting the I have left it so I, I nibble around it so another way you've got the kind of little rise in the middle yeah. I nibble around it and then I'm left with it with the middle bit and the um and the jelly on top and then I like to uh, bite the little biscuit bit off it and just be le- left with the jelly and then I'll just I'll just put it all in then very sexual group we have yeah. here <laughs> yeah yeah this is a very sexual one uh, I don't want to know what's... what you would do with fucking Viennese fingers <laughs> <laughs> well look I sit on them <laughs> yeah. Uh, Viennese yeah it's, it's it's Viennese like a shortbread as in, like, that it, biscuit is kind yeah, of a shortbread, it's kind isn't of it? like, I think it's like a, a butter biscuit, I suppose. So it probably would yeah. fall into the shortbread family. These are ones that you couldn't eat a lot of, I no. don't think. No. I think they're very filling. Um, they are nice. They're, they're a beautiful biscuit. Um, but I do think very, very filling. Wouldn't be me Wouldn't be me choice of, of this group, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, it'd be more of a, a treat in a baker, a bakery that I would yeah. see them as. Yeah, it definitely it'd be like, and that's what when I kind of think of these, I do think of the kind of the the cake version, I suppose, the, yeah. the long one kind of from a, a bakery. Yeah. Um, from this group, what do you think? And I think like myself, I'm gonna say it's gonna be Mikado and Jaffa cake. Right. But maybe I don't know. I just I think cookies is gonna fall short again. Is there two going through in this group? Uh, this is a yeah. This is a two group. Okay. Um. I would I would assume Jaffa Cakes is going to go through. Um and the problem is for me, Mikado, it's a very kind of niche market where people sometimes don't like the coconut. Yeah. So I'm worried for Mikado because of that. But I would like to see them go through. But again, big fan of cookies. Um yeah. this is this is a tough one for me between them three. Jaffa Cakes goes through for me, hands down anyway. Yeah. That, that's going through. I, I'm a big fan of that. Um I'm, I'm I think I'm gonna have to say that cookies will go through, but I want Mikado to go through. So take whatever you want from that. I just think <laughs> I think I think I think cookies will go through, but Mikado yeah. deserves to go through. I think like yeah, now that you're kind of saying it as well. I don't know. I just think cookies' performance the last couple of years haven't impressed yeah. me. I've been very Hasn't. disappointed with them. Um well sounds like I've been betting like loads of money on cookies to win every fucking year. Like <laughs> I lost my house because of cookies. <laughs> They're gonna come for my knees next. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think cookies, Jaffa cakes probably will actually go through. I think Mikado maybe. I think some people. I think the coconut is actually yeah. what may turn people off. Yeah. Um, and it looks like a vagina, so you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So that's that's a good that's a good uh, <laughs> Final group, and the final group has a couple of more entries in it as well. And there is three from this group. So this is a, a big group um with some so a couple of heavy hitters, I kind of think. So we've got fig rolls, party rings, digestives, custard creams, jammy dodgers, and malted milks. Ooh. Um Thoughts on the biscuits, Collie, in, in this group? Yeah, um, some some nice biscuits in this one. Uh, fig roll, again, for me, I actually really like fig rolls, but yeah. how did they get the fig in there? Nobody knows. Still a mystery. Apparently now that the bacon factory is gone, no one will ever know. Yeah, apparently it was aliens that done it. Oh. And yeah, so. Um, <laughs> but I'm a big fan of fig rolls, but I don't think many people are. So that's yeah. why I think. And you know what? A very underrated biscuit in terms of dunking because it actually holds quite well. Yeah. The middle of it holds quite well, but the, the biscuit part of it does kind of get really soggy. But yeah. it, it, I think it holds up well as a, as a dunking biscuit. Um, Party rings, again, I would only really see them. I think the name is perfect for them because I only really see them at parties. Yeah, parties I would yeah. only really eat them at parties as well. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be a massive uh, party ring eater, to be honest with you. Um, Digestive, again, just a classic classic digestive um lovely biscuit could eat three or four of them no problem out of, out of packet on any day of the week uh big fan of them custard creams now this one is a childhood memory for me because when i say i used to eat like i'm talking 20 30 a days with a cup of tea <laughs> i'm not fucking joking i used to mill these ever you know the ones um I don't know if you got them in Duns at the time. I think they were like a, there was like a row of three. They were like a really wide pack. Yeah. I would yeah. like, I would devour one strip of them. No problem <laughs> with a cup of tea. Like I eat loads of these. So custard creams for me is actually probably one of my favorite biscuits of all time. Right. So, yeah. So um, I'm a big supporter of custard cream. Again, the next one here is one of the most underrated biscuits. I think Jammy Dodger. Yeah. So underrated. Um, I had got someone, someone sent me a question uh, on Instagram yesterday, it was, um, which I answer, I think, in this podcast at some point. Yeah. Um, and they think Jamie Dodger is going to be the champion this year, which it's, I wouldn't but, be surprised. Statement, but yeah, I, did, I think it's one of those ones that it could easily yeah. creep up, get its little wins, and just slowly creep up, and then suddenly it's wearing a crown. It has a good support, I think, uh, yeah. in terms of knowing people knowing what they are and, and who they are I think yeah I think Jamie Dodger is definitely one to watch um, and I would be a big supporter if it went far I'd, I'd, I'd like to see it I'd like to see it get yeah. to the to the final maybe that's if Bourbon doesn't get there uh, <laughs> th- the last one malted milk no, wouldn't be for me I've never really had them to be honest with you um, I'm looking malted at them milk. now and they're kind of yeah. little similar enough to like a nice biscuit without so the, it's like a nice biscuit that just hasn't got the sugar on it really yeah, yeah. well almost because like sometimes i think like knees can be like it's like a like a wafer version of shortbread almost yeah um but yeah with these they're yeah they're one of those i remember once buying a packet of them and like i sat and ate them i was actually in a park and i sat and ate them <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and uh, a lonely night <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah and like thought they were lovely and then like a couple of weeks later i was like i'll get a pack of them Maybe because I was in the house then I was eating them. Maybe it was in the atmosphere, but they were fucking disgusting. I was like, "Yeah, see, so you don't, you can't eat them any day of the week." That, yeah. that's that's my that's that's the trial and error there with, with malted milk. They're not an every every yeah, mood biscuit. Exactly. I don't think. So um, um, there's a couple. Like, I I don't know whether you're looking for kind of um ones that weren't weren't in the competition, but a, a yeah. shout out to uh, chocolate digestive with caramel. 
It, that, that was Massive. in last year's tournament. Yeah. yeah. So didn't when go I was, anywhere, didn't it? Uh, no, it went nowhere, which again was very surprising. Like there was biscuits that I did. I I went over kind of last year's tournament kind of scene. I think there's a good few, well, not a good few, a couple of biscuits that didn't kind of reappear and um, purely because they just didn't, didn't make on. any impact. And like, yeah. they're biscuits that I really would have thought would like, and that was one of them. I really thought that that was going to go far, potentially like yeah. quarterfinals, semifinals, and I didn't even get past the groups. I think it lost all its matches as well. Disappointing. Um, like, so it, yeah, definitely there is biscuits that I think and even like that, when I was on the biscuit aisle today, I was kind of like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, I forgot about that. And <laughs> yeah. Then I was like, oh, well, I take one of these. But I was like, no, it's set, John. Don't say change. Yeah, yeah. Adding in more fucking groups. And yeah, fucking. It'd biscuit. never work out. Yeah, it'd never Meat, work out. Like fucking tournament. Yeah. But um, yeah, I do. I do think that could have been one. A few people had said to me about putting in like that, like because uh, there's digestives and then there's chocolate digestives that why isn't there like you know the the chocolate oreos and we just kind of think if you go down that rabbit hole yeah yeah you're, you're gonna be fucking too many like, you're gonna have to have an oreo group yeah. like you know things like that you um, have to just nearly just go with the original of the biscuit that's you know, what i, kind of I think like the likes of kind of i suppose oes and digestives the chocolate versions of them are very different biscuits you know like yeah. that structurally they're a lot yeah. stronger you know they've got a lot of differences yeah i kind of think with oreos it's an Oreo that you've just like, I was going to say you dipped it in over. chocolate, but you understand yeah. that's what an OE is as well. <laughs> yeah. but like, covered in chocolate. That's all. You're almost masking something. But, um, yeah. but like the reputation of like a digestive, I think like it deserves to have a chocolate in it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it, like it's, it's, it's reputation is so big that it should have a little bit extra in it because of what it is at the moment. Like, so it's like a, a badge digestive. of honor almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it deserves to have the little bit of chocolate on top of it. And we, we should deserve to vote on that as well. Um, from this group, Collie, three go through. Who do you think those three are? Um, I, I, I think it's, for me, it's fairly straightforward. I think in no particular order, digestive custard cream and jammy dodgers. I think the three of them are going through. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. I think like that party ranks, yeah. like they're, they're they only show up every now and again, like yeah. um multiple. And they're very hard. I think they're they're, they're, yeah. they're too hard. I don't like that on my teeth. No, I remember biting one once, and then it somehow it turned, like the broken off it turned and like got lodged. Like I couldn't close my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that it was a very big biscuit? <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like comedy size one, but it just got stuck and I was going like, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, and of course I was at a party, so everyone was just like, oh, he's doing a new dance, and they all started going, oh, oh. A fig rolls. I just think, yeah, it's a, it is definitely an underrated biscuit. It's yeah. one of my favorite biscuits. It's in my top five. Um. But I just don't think the fan base is there for it, unfortunately. It. So have I, to support, no. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I think Dammy, Dammy, Jammy Dodger can go go far this year. Um, yeah. Depending, obviously, on how things play out in kind of the other groups. And I'm going to do a separate draw for the knockout tournament. And obviously, there will be kind of some stipulations. Obviously, you can't face off against someone you face some off that, in yeah, group yeah. stages yeah. Uh, within the sure. first round. And anyway, um, so... That's the biscuits. Now yep. we go to the to the wild cards, the outcasts, the ones who are they biscuits? Aren't they biscuits? They've got some of them biscuit bases and and different things. So within the wild card group, uh, only two advance from wild card. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at the uh, the two. You have a a pea gun bar. I presume that's a pea gun bar. Because I don't know on Excel, and my Excel doesn't have fucking spell check. On it. <laughs> 
And even as we're going down there, I was like, I spelled biscuit like wrong so many fucking times. <laughs> You'd think it'd be the one word I'd know how to spell at this point. Um, I think I spelled Nutella wrong as well. I think yeah, it's like, that, yeah, that, Italian. Yeah, <laughs> Italian version. I was like, um, is that a, I had to Google. I was like, hmm, is that a, is that a new <laughs> biscuit? Is this? <laughs> yeah, the, the pea gun bar, that's a... Uh, the little version <laughs> um so the wild card group is made up folks of bars or things like biscuits i suppose that are you find them on the biscuit aisle and no one can dispute it i've checked tesco's super value aldi Lidl, and dunn stores all the, the big five um they all have these in the same aisle there's and, and some of them now have like the likes of so like Club Milk and the Penguin Bars, some places have them kind of, there's like, there might be, I don't know where it was. Now, obviously, I know all different shops are, all different shops are different. That makes fucking perfect sense. <laughs> no? um, all shops are different than their layouts, but I was in one Dunn's, it may have actually been down in Mayo there a few weeks ago, um, and they had, so they had all the, like, all the bar, all the biscuits, then they had crackers, they had tea cakes, and then they had, like, tea and jam, and then they had Penguin bars, like Kit Kats, Club Milks, all in their own yeah. little section, which I found fucking baffling. Weird. It was just weird that the jam and stuff was, that was what was dividing it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but that was only one shop, I suppose. So, um, <laughs> so, so the wild, sacked over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The wildcard uh, group makes up, uh, I was made up of, sorry, Club Milks, Cream Crackers, Tea Cakes, Wagon Wheels, and Penguin Bars. <laughs> Um, club milks are unbelievable. I'm yeah. a big fan of club milks. Are we talking the yellow club milk? We are, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. My favorite one. Uh, again, club milk is one that I like to use as a straw. It's a little bit of a weird technique. So I like to bite one corner and then I'll bite the opposite corner and I'll yeah. suck it up through it. And as soon yeah. as that tea hits your tongue, eat it, put it all in your mouth and just try it. And if anybody has never tried that, try it and just let me know how that, that almost... tastes because it's beautiful. It's like the uh, kind of like chocolate equivalent of doing a shot, really. Yeah. It's like like that second hit, you just straight back. Gone. Yeah. Unbelievable. So I'm a big, massive fan of club milks. I have them regularly in work uh, with a cup of tea. So uh, big fan. Cream cracker. Again, I, I tried to break the record. I can't remember what it was. Uh, impossible to do. Um, but you eat so many in, in a certain amount of time. I can't remember what it was, but I uh, didn't get anywhere near it. I like cream crackers, but at the I've got I've gone quite posh lately. Um, I've been eating it with cheese. Oh, yeah. So I've gone I've gone quite posh. Who am like I? Nearly dunker kind of job, is it? No, this is a proper uh, cheddar oh. cheese, a, a oh. mature cheddar. Uh, so I'm really kind of bringing on my years here. But uh, now I do like a cream cracker, and you can eat it with multiple toppings or yeah. different toppings. So like, yeah. it's adaptable. It's very it's very um, durable. I would say would be the best word. Tea cakes, loved them. I only had one the other day. Gorgeous. Loved them. Absolutely loved them. Um, problem is you can't dunk them. Again, it's kind of a it's kind of a, a chocolate uh Kimberly situation where you take a bite and then I put a bit of tea in after. Yeah. That that's what you kind of do there with the with the tea cakes. But tea cakes are lovely. I just don't think they've have all the necessary things to be a champion. Uh Wagon wheels for me were always kind of something that would be in the press. And when there was no chocolate left, I'd go to last. <laughs> I wasn't a mad wagon wheeler. Um, but they are nice. They are they are a nice kind of 
cakey biscuit. I don't know what yeah. you'd even what you would call them. Like, would you call them a bar? They're not really, idea. I don't know. It's yeah, that's like I think wagon wheels are one of those kind of almost fucking. It's like the big foot, I suppose, the fucking the biscuit bar world. Like, <laughs> yeah. no one knows what it is. Like, <laughs> so I, I, I'm a fan of them though, but yeah. I just they would be probably me last, me last thing to go to. Um, yeah, before kind of everything else. So last, they and and they'd be in me press for probably months. And yeah. then I'd pick one. I was like, "Oh, Jesus, a wagon wheel is like that." After times, and then I'd, I'd, I'd open it up. And I never really know what way to open the packet because it's quite awkward because it's a square packet. So do you like when you peel it down the center? You nearly have to like do you rip it all open and take it all out, or do you like half fold it down half and yeah, sex now? It's, it's a it's an awkward one. I think they need to restructure one. their their packaging in that. Yeah. Um. And then the pea gun bar uh, is is, I mean, what bar comes with a joke? Do you know what I mean? Like it's exactly, iconic. Yeah. It's the only bar yeah. that comes with a joke, and it's iconic. And the jokes are hilarious. But I don't think they're a great bar, to be honest. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've gave them all the accolades, but then I just, just <laughs> yeah, shot I them right down to be like they're gonna win. <laughs> I mean, I really built them up there and then absolutely tore them asunder. Uh, I don't think they're a great bar, to be honest. I, like I like them, but. Again, be last resort thing where they'd be sitting oh, in the right. press for for years and yeah. then I'd eat one. Um, yeah, I well for me like penguins were the first bar that I tried the, the straw method with. Um, okay. before they were my my gateway. I did do it with that. They, that, that they well. are quite good for that. Yeah. Now, but the problem with them is that's you have to be extremely quick because quick, yeah. there's nothing holding no it together. Really, it's yeah. just chocolate kind of. Um, like the biscuit in it is very very fragile yeah um where with club milk you've got a lot more you've got a bit, a a bit more time like yeah yeah um biscuit. i do yeah from like within these same as yourself wagon wheels would have been just there yeah like it was always in the fucking house growing up they were even always now. there yeah, yeah they were always like, there and like i don't know for me i have it in my head there's like just a really weird like taste memory with wagon wheels yeah. i almost remember them being like sour to some extent like yeah. i don't know what it is about them um <laughs> they were gone off john <laughs> yeah. the way they were like green and moldy i just don't get it like oh, weird <laughs> don't see why the market was there for them but uh yeah because i remember once as well getting them the one that had jam in it and yeah. i didn't know i had jam in it and like we got very freaked out but it now i was fairly young maybe well fairly old probably like 13 or something <laughs> <was the> last <laughs> week <laughs> yeah. and i bit into it and obviously the jam started coming out and i was like oh my god what's going on like am i like, bleeding like <laughs> i got my period <laughs> <laughs> this is what it must be but yeah I, I got very freaked out that time um but yeah i don't know i think that's maybe where the the taste memory kind of comes from with wagon wheels they like that i would eat them but it's a very last resort yeah, that there's resort. nothing yeah. else in the house like um and, and it, it's one of those things that you can't really like you almost have to like break it if you want to dunk it yeah. like you know or and you know what i don't like about them you know the way it's obviously two circle biscuits or whatever yeah they're never perfect they're never always perfect. slightly yeah, off exactly, they're yeah. always slightly off which is very annoying to me and i think that's a big thing like within i like within the biscuit community you look at like bourbons custard creams any of the, the food here it's it's a perfect fucking yeah. fit like yeah you know Oreos as well. Oreos falls victim to that kind of off yeah. center kind of thing an awful lot. I've noticed and yeah. um, getting sloppy. You see, this is what happens. You yeah, want to be a champion for your boots. Start yeah. changing your flavors up. It doesn't exactly. Work like yeah, that. it doesn't. We we can still see your off center. Yeah. Are you? See, um, from the wild cards, who do you see advances? 
How many is going through on this one? Sorry. Uh, two, two go through on wildcard as well. Okay. I'd like to see Club Milk and TK go through. I, I think do think both, think, both good, uh, good contenders there. Uh, TK making a second appearance now uh, in the in the tournament, and TK done pretty well last year. TK made knockouts, um, as a, so, as it should, I think. And I, I think it is one of those ones like is a little bit underrated. Um, I personally, I think it kind of falls victim of that. It only comes out at Christmas. It's one yeah. of those. It's it's borderline now. Um, I've noticed but, them a lot more in shops now, though. I have yeah. seen them like little piles of them, kind of yeah. up there. Like you know, they they're kind of bought singly, and and they're usually in like the likes of Circle K, and all. They offer them with like a as a tea special. Yeah, so yeah, have, like, I've noticed that as well. With, like, yeah, so like they're making they're making strides to become strides, trying to trying to get cool there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think they like, personally the wild cards. I don't I don't see them going anywhere. I think no. the uh, the biscuit following of this tournament is too pure and. Yeah. Depending on so there's a lot riding on it for whoever advances from the wild card uh, group because if the wild card if the two wild cards well sorry if one wild card doesn't advance to the second round of the knockout stages there won't be any more wild cards uh, big reveal there for you folks wow lay it on me like that yeah I should have should have warned you so <laughs> this is it's a last chance one of those top two from this so if it is club milk and tea cakes one of them has to get through the first round of knockout stages or else that's it for the wild cards. They will never make an appearance again. So, I mean, realistically, if it is club milk and tea cake, they're carrying cream crackers, wagon wheels, penguin bars, peguin bars, yeah, peguin bars. all of <laughs> the, any of the other wild cards who may make an appearance over the years. Um, it's a lot of responsibility. It's a big responsibility that they've now got to, um, to hold yeah so that is all the groups i'm going to run through the the group or the sorry the biscuits that you've picked to uh to advance the knockouts and i'm gonna have a quick chat then and just who you actually think will take the tournament so your picks from uh group one is pink wafer and oties group two chocolate oties and shortbread group three bourbons oreos and chocolate fingers group four chocolate digestives and toffee pops um group five jaffa cakes and cookies uh, where are we now? Group six, custard creams and digestives and jammy dodgers. And then from the wild cards, we have club milk and tea cakes. Who, what's the final looking like in your mind? What's the final? Obviously, it does depend on how things fall in the, in the draw for the, um, for the knockout stages. But what final would you like to see? And then who takes the final? Um, I would like to see, well, do I want to see Bourbon get there and lose honorably, <laughs> or do I want to see it, its its name dragged through the muck and getting beaten by someone like Figrolls or something like that? <laughs> I kind of I kind of want to see uh, Bourbon defend its title well. I, yeah. I would, you know, I I think it's an honorable biscuit and it deserves an honorable performance. So I think if I get if we can get Bourbon up to that final, I think we I think fair play to it. You know, it deserves it. But for me, Toffee Pop is the ultimate winner. Yeah. And it has to it has to win. This year, it has to win. It had a great show last year, in my opinion. Should have won. And I think we were very close. It wasn't the final score on that one. Very, very close. Very close. It, yeah, so I, I remember final, texting Yeah, the everybody. final was... 
I think like right up until the dying moments, because obviously with the finals, we don't do the 24 hour thing. We are, I, I have to get fucking remember now this year. It's me. <laughs> um, we, I do it like normally like seven o'clock kind of, it stops kind of a thing. So it was very close. I think I may have actually had to extend the time last year Ooh. just slightly because it was 50, 50 the whole day. And like, that's like last year with a lot of the matchups during the tournament, they were like, there was, like they were either very one-sided or yeah. really close. There was no kind of a couple of matches maybe were back and forth, but majority of the time it was like you knew by halfway through the day Hammer that biscuit had yeah. won. Like, and um, but with that match, that was Toffee Pops take Toffee Pops took a very early lead. Um, it's weird the way I remember this fucking shit and like <laughs> can't, can't even remember, can't remember the bank code half of the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, um. But yeah, so Toffee Pops took an early lead and it wasn't looking good for Bourbons, but then slowly just... Well, I have away. to admit now, when, when that final was on, I was texting everybody I knew to get them to go on and, <laughs> and vote for Toffee Pops. Now, a couple of people shafted me and went on and actually voted for the other one because oh. they, were like, they were like, fuck off, don't ask me. He's like, don't want to give me proper vote. So I kind of, I might have shot myself in the foot because yeah. I was getting people, I was trying to like rally the Toffee Pops group. But I think a couple <laughs> of people may have actually been team, uh, team Bourbon. So <laughs> I might have shot myself in the foot with that. But I think that's a boring one for me to pick because it was probably quite predictive. So I'll give a semi final. So who I'd like to see yeah, another on. two. I think Jamie Dodger has to get up there and get into the semi finals. Yeah. And I'd like, to, I'd, I wouldn't be disappointed if Jamie Dodger beat Bourbon Cream and went to the final. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be I happy think, to see that. Yeah. I think like, me personally, whoever knocks out Bourbon, like I, Bourbon makes the uh, the knockout stages. I genuinely yeah. do feel it will make knockouts. But I think no matter at what point, if it doesn't win the whole tournament again, whoever knocks it out, to me, that's going to be the biscuit to be. Like that will, like no matter who it's going up against, if it yeah. does get, like if it is Jamie Dodgers and then it's Jamie Dodgers Toffee Pop final, I think Toffee Pops doesn't stand a chance because I do think Jamie Dodger will have that momentum going in it'll have yeah. that backing of it's it'll be the fucking it'll be the randy orton of the biscuit world it'll be <laughs> the legend killer. um so yeah i do i think I, and i do think that like i can't actually remember who it was that uh said they feel jammy dodger is gonna win but yeah i i think it could i genuinely think it might have um a good run uh, i think yeah. it'll have a good run yeah i, I think, think it has so. a fair shout in in this year um, I the other one I'd like to see getting into that semi-final spot as well and I don't think I'm going to see it but Custer Cream I would love yeah. to see that I, I, I think I don't think they're appreciated enough and you know what you can eat a ton of, of Custer Creams out of the packet dry with no no tea nothing like that Yeah, and you'd never get bored of them I'd, like I'd eat a good six of them before yeah. I'd, I'd start saying like, come on I'm move on to something else <laughs> or whatever, like, get the next packet of biscuits out. Yeah. but they're very very um a very underrated biscuit, I think. And I'd like to see a little bit more sport for them. Yeah, I think definitely agree with you. I think the first year as well, I thought Custard Cream would have been a contender, yeah. um, but it just fell short. And again, same last year, it fell short. So I do think, I think this is the year, like, I think Bourbon has its haters now. Yeah. And I do think there is going to be people who don't want it to even advance past knockouts. And, and I mean, that's just good for me, really, because hopefully brings more people in for the podcast <laughs> but um yeah i think that this is the year where a lot of the the underdogs the forgotten biscuits this is their year to kind of shine yeah um i think if bourbon does win i mean what's stopping it winning it again next year and you yeah. know 
um, does it make the tournament redundant then? You know, if it's I don't think so. I, I always think that people's 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 tastes will change, and you can get bored of something very quickly. Yeah. Um, I think because this King of the Biscuits tournament is still quite new, people are kind of going, "Well, look, we're going to stick with bourbon cream." Afraid to change. People are afraid yeah. of change, and they want to just see bourbon win it because they don't know what will happen in the world if bourbon doesn't win. So I think if, if we get a new winner and who knows, maybe maybe it's for the better. Might make the world a better place. The war in Ukraine will just stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Putin will just throw in the towel. Like, what? Oh, no, well, what have I been doing? <laughs> He's like, press the red button. What do you reckon Putin will be uh, supporting between a custard cream, oh, sorry, between a chocolate bourbon and a toffee pop? What do you reckon Putin would... would uh, He's partner. Yeah, I'd say he'd be like a fucking miserable bastard. Be at home with his malted milks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd eat, say like, the ends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say he'd be. Oh, so I don't want to tie him to either of those biscuits. Yeah, I don't think those biscuits like that'd be like saying like, oh, Hitler used to eat bourbons. That'd be it for bourbons. <laughs> they'd be. Do you know what I think? Do you know what I'd say he eats shortbread. I'd say he eats it in abundance. Abundance. Yeah, yeah. someone just feeding it into him. Just... Yeah. I reckon he just eats shortbread all the time. So that's his diet, shortbread. Yeah, just, well, just shortbread. <laughs> like, no, maybe not because there's a bit of sugar on that. You say, I don't think they like things like that in Russia. Yeah. It'd probably be... Swamp it down with a No, bit it'd of probably be fucking rice cakes. That's what he's eating. Dry yeah. rice cakes. Rice cakes, yeah, yeah. Just... Was there any mention of them being in? Like, like they don't. There was. Uh, some people did say to me, because and actually someone sent me a photograph. I don't know if I still have it. I think it was one of my cousins sent me a photograph um of no oh, I think I deleted all my messages. Um of in I think it's I think it's Aldi and Little rice cakes are at the start of the biscuit section. Um I didn't actually notice that myself now today, but yeah, apparently they were like, Why aren't they? And I was like, Oh, actually too late. Yeah. Tournament's already started. Like yeah. already done the fucking table up. What Screw you. you. <laughs> So maybe again, if the uh, the wild cards can get to the second round of the knockouts, then maybe next year rice cakes will have its uh, its well, time to shine. Um, mm. So we'll we will see. Interesting. Overall winner, Collie. Did you already say toffee pops? Yeah, it has to it has to be toffee pops for me. A big support. Um, yeah, I do. I think I think toffee pops does stand a very strong chance this year. I think it has the it's got there. It's it's touched the, the cusp of the mountain every time yeah. just to be knocked down by bourbon. It's sniffed um, the belt and just wants to have a feel <laughs> of it now. <laughs> well, that's it. This is the thing. The uh, the bourbon, the bourbon, like, momentum may be slowing down. Yeah, Three I years think so. in a row is a, it's a big thing to do. I mean, no matter what happens, whoever wins, they're going to make history being the, only the second champion. Yeah. Um, if bourbon wins, they make history extending their run. Uh, cementing really their legacy I think I think it already yeah. has cemented it but you know it's supposed to go to that just that next level um, and potentially I mean or I think it, it's already a Hall of Fame biscuit I think it's already yeah. guaranteed Hall of Fame status um, when the when the day comes when the, it retires to win the very first competition and then to retain it is a big deal I see a lot of people did say to me that kind of the bourbon went in obviously the first year we just done a knockout it was a straight knockout First year as well, there was two rounds. There was like that, there was with tea, without tea. And we got rid of that because I think like that, there was some biscuits that just 
yeah it was an unfair Fair. advantage like yeah. people like that fig rolls it is one of those ones that a lot of people don't drink it with tea but yeah. the people who do so people were just like no you don't have that with tea so it automatically kind of put it at a disadvantage so we did get rid of that um, and obviously then last year we added in the group stages and bourbon jumped over that so a lot of people were like bourbon has always had has only ever had to face the knockout it's never actually had to have back-to-back matches and yeah, a yeah. week of non-stop um, I'm actually talking as if the fucking the football are actually playing like a match <laughs> against each other. Like, yeah, <laughs> get tired. <laughs> but um, but I suppose it does because uh, we've I've noticed that last year myself would, would be like when we don't obviously knock out stage. So you'd have the biscuits all fighting each other, and slowly, like there might be one biscuit that has this massive like following the first day, and then the next day it drops off a little bit, yeah. and then the next day, and it's not that the person's voting for the other biscuit. It's just that a lot of people are just like, yeah, you know, so. It can happen. We'll yeah. see if it happens to Bourbon this year. Um, we will wrap things up. Collie, thank you so much for coming on. Um, give your, your podcast, Beyond the Ball, there another little plug. When when can people hear it and where can they hear it? Uh, it's on Tuesday nights at... Well, now, lately, we've been doing watch-alongs, so we've been, we've been watching matches as we're doing the podcast live, uh, which is which is a cool new way of doing it. Um, usually, we start at 8 o'clock now, so it's either... If there's a match on and we're watching it, it'll be at 8 p.m. And if not, it'll be at half eight um, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We're also on as well. Nice. Yeah. So you can go and listen, folks. Go definitely give them. You're on Instagram and Instagram as well. That's that's where we get most of our, our shit out. So if you're following us anywhere, TikTok and Instagram, they're the two uh, the two main jobs. So go give them a, a like and a follow and a, a share and and a how's your father? And a how's your father? <laughs> we will, I'm gonna be sharing all the um. The King of the Biscuits oh, and stuff on that page. Very much well. appreciated. So, yeah. So we'll be we'll be getting up onto there. Obviously, I'm not gonna be able to do any polls around like that, but we can direct people to the to the polls yeah, and point them. Hopefully point they them. hopefully they make their way over and get their vote casts. <laughs> it's almost like a threat there, guys. <laughs> Fucking get over there. Get over there. Oh, the dad, <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on, Colin. It's been an absolute pleasure. You also now hold a, a new title of only the second guest I've ever actually had on the show. It's only ever been Gary. That, yeah. It has only ever been Gary, hasn't it? Yeah, I've only ever had Gary on the show. Never had anyone else. So Making the history. first the first you're the first second guest. <laughs> the first second guest, lovely. First second guest, like who else? I'll can take say it. That? I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> who else can have uh, that title? We get a little uh, belt for that. <laughs> well, <laughs> can have the really small one that fits on the bourbon. <laughs> um, which I actually I had to take it back off because I gave me so I had like went through a phase of buying wrestling figures, and I had a rule that I was only going to buy wrestlers from the, like when I was watching it. Yeah. I think I got a Triple H figure, and he came with the championship belt, and that's the one I had on the bourbon. And then I gave them all to him and I I'd put it on back on Triple H because it was on little display or whatever. And I gave it back to him there like last week. I was like, fuck, I need to get that back actually. <laughs> so I took it off. Like it was still on Triple H. I took it off him. And then he fucking cops it there like only the other day. He was like, where's his belt gone? I was like, oh, you lost right it. You clearly lost it. You lost it. Lost <laughs> it. else had that win. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, Colly, I must actually hook you up. I don't know if I gave you one of the last year's King of the Biscuit badges, did I? Uh, I don't think so. No, I didn't get well, it. I'm now I'm trying to think that I give it the fucking demo and he ran off with I it. I probably um, but I have a few more. I'll I'll get one uh to you definitely for Sounds your good. support with this. It is a bourbon, unfortunately, but ah, sure, look, I'll, um, I'll accept it. I have a couple of more pins on the way as well. I've been working on a few different things and found a uh, cheap enough provider as well. So mm, plug them. Yeah. Um I'm gonna have a pin of my Willy made. Oh, give me two. Oh, 
this was just a turn a different direction. <laughs> the Mikado and fucking what other, what other biscuits did you say? Oh, Jaffa cakes. Two most sexual yeah. biscuits. Oh yeah. Um. Well, yeah, Kali, thank you so much for coming on. It's been That's an absolute an pleasure as always talking to you. Yeah, it's um, been an honor, and I'm actually I'm dying for it. I'm really looking forward to the King of Biscuits, and yeah, thanks for having me on, and best of luck with everything as well. Because cheers. hopefully, if you want me on, I'll jump back on in a couple of weeks or whatever. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, I'm looking at having um like that, trying to get more kind of guests on and have people on talk about on cartoons, yeah, yep. serial, all the usual kind of stuff I'd be talking about. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, so I definitely will be having you back on very soon. Sounds and good. yeah, if you ever want me to come on and pretend like I know I'm talking about football. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, sure, look at you. you probably know the same as I do. So, <laughs> like, oh, and, and they kick it, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. kick it. Yeah, and they can pick it up, can't they? Yeah, the, the fella with the, the gloves, <laughs> the glove keeper fella. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm always, I'm always well, and I'm cheap enough as well, actually. You know, drop the prices there, so <laughs> <laughs> send me over your, your prices. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, Collie, I'm gonna let you go. Thank you so much for coming on, folks. No um, yeah, go check Collie out on all his socials. I've heard young people saying that. Yeah, and that's good, yeah. So a massive Cheers, thank man. you there uh, from Kali, uh, who who jumped in, and Kali is a a big uh, big support as well for when we were doing normal nonsense, um, and of course he has his podcast Beyond the Ball, which he's had some fantastic guests guests on, um, and it's fantastic show, being rated very highly in like the iTunes charts and. And all that kind of stuff in the sports charts um for podcasts so go check it out give them a follow as well um on on instagram beyond the ball um and yeah and they're available on all platforms and you know i i can't thank him enough for being the first guest to talk about king of the biscuits 2022 and giving his his thoughts on it so back to a few more questions before we finish up here i think well have i answered them all actually um, is there really more tropical vice on the way? So yeah, uh, there's definitely going to be more tropical vice takeovers here on this show. Other stuff, yeah, there will be. Um, I have a feeling this is actually coming from because I, the post before asking about questions, I posted a picture of myself and Gary from last week. Um, and had the like caption like new album about to drop. So we are working on stuff not saying it's a new album not saying it's new podcast not not saying anything but there is new stuff coming with tropical vice something's coming soon you just have to wait and see or hear you just won't know well you will know because i'll tell you but um let's see what else have we got here do you pre-order many um figures and any upcoming releases you're looking forward to that looking forward to sorry do you pre-order many figures and many releases oh sorry and many and any upcoming releases you'll be getting um i don't really pre-order to be totally honest um i kind of tend to just wait till they get released i get the majority of my figures from big bang comics in dundrum um so they're really good when it comes to the stock side of things they always have plenty of stock um, I they always kind of do, like they send out an email every kind of week with new action figures and stuff like that, and you can pre-order from them, um, and they always kind of will say like you know they're not getting many of this one or they won't get you know the the supply on this will be short or whatever, so they're they're really good at kind of keeping keeping their customers in the loop as well. So 
Um, I well, I recently did pre-order two Marvel Legends figures, the two Moon Knight figures, um, from the show. So I, I'll be getting them when they come out. Um, I kind of I pre-ordered them because I just think Moon Knight's one of those characters, and anyway, that's all like already had a big following. So I kind of feel that they will be figures that will be snapped up, and you won't be able to kind of get them. Uh, once they hit the shell, once they're gone from the shelves, really, that'd be it. Where I kind of find with a lot of the Black Series, you know, like I said before, I tend to collect only like characters with helmets, kind of a thing. I have a few that aren't, or are just normal kind of humans, or you know, monsters, or whatever you want to call them. Um, but majority of the figures I have are like helmeted figures. Um, so there, there doesn't be a ma- like. The likes of stormtroopers there's going to be billions of fucking well not billions but you know there's going to be a massive amount of just stormtroopers made because they're kind of seen i suppose even as like army builder kind of figures as well where you know people are going to buy you know three or four of them at a time to kind of you know especially if they're doing figure photography or anything like that um so i do i do oh sorry i don't see the need for kind of pre-ordering certain figures there is some i might kind of go oh yeah will i i have in the past there have been one or two figures i have pre-ordered in the past um but yeah is there any upcoming releases i'm looking forward to yeah a couple of the figures uh from the cantina band were released there well have been announced and there the other day so really looking forward to those um there's an alf figure coming out from NECA soon so looking forward to that i'm I'm actually considering pre-ordering that one um, there's also a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Last Ronin figure um, coming out as well soon. There's like an armoured and an unarmoured version. So thinking about that as well. Um, but other than that, currently the Moon Knight figures obviously that I was just talking about. Looking forward to them. Um, I don't have any Marvel Legends. My son, I bought Marvel Legends for my son. Like a couple of Spider-Man ones and things like that. There's a couple of Doctor Strange ones I've seen there a while ago that I'm kind of interested in. But not really... They're kind of figures I'm kind of like, I think I could hold out and they, you know, might drop prices in like the likes of Smiths and stuff like that. Um, See, that's kind of another thing as well. Like I, I would have a lot of loyalty to kind of the likes of like the Big Bang when it comes to kind of buying figures and stuff like that because they are, uh, you know, it's a small enough business. I like to support them. But then there's sometimes I'm kind of like, well, I know this figure probably isn't going to sell well in a toy shop. So why not just wait a couple of weeks? and get it for a little bit less i thought i got a lando calrissian figure for like 15 euro i think it was um and there's a one or two i kind of was in smith's the other day with my son i was kind of like there those figures are you know they're gonna drop price so i'm gonna hold off on, on ordering them or buying them somewhere else um and it, like i've been wrong at times you have to kind of be fast as well about them but yeah um have i answered all the questions I answered that one I answered that one uh favorite wwf wrestlers um stone cold steve austin definitely the rock as well but these are the wrestlers i kind of were in the in the peak of their careers when i was kind of watching wrestling uh the undertaker absolutely loved doink the clown thought he was brilliant bret hart as well one of my favorites um but yeah well like i don't yeah stone cold probably would have been my favorite i suppose um Do you have a go-to whiskey? Um, I tend to drink the Dubliner uh, whiskey. At the moment, I just find it really easy to drink and very enjoyable to drink as well. Um, so yeah, I that would be probably my go-to, really. 
Um, I use a lot of the like Dubliner stuff, even if I'm mixing, like making a cocktail. I've been making a lot of um, old fashions lately. Is that an old fashioned? Yeah, an old fashioned lately. So I use uh, the Dubliner for that. Um, they also do a honey liqueur that is absolutely a honeycomb liqueur, sorry, which is amazing. Um, uh, yeah, but that'd be my main one. Other than that, maybe like, well, no, yeah, red breast as well. Absolutely love red breast, but yeah, I'd say it'd be probably uh, the Dubliner at the moment, maybe the one I'd be picking up. Um, if it's on special offer anywhere, I always kind of pick up a bottle or two. So I always, always have a bottle of it in the house. And anyway, um, I think that's all the questions actually, folks. Oh, no. Oh, this is a big one. Well, that's not really because I know the answer, obviously. But uh, do you still talk to Damo from Normal Nonsense or have you got beef? Um, no, me and Damo do not have beef. Um, yeah, we just... It's been a scheduling thing, really, with Normal Nonsense. That's all. That, that's the reason I haven't kind of come back. Uh, I do still talk to Damo. Um, he is one of my closest friends. So, yeah, I still talk to him. We ain't beefing. We ain't got no 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 problems or anything like that um he yeah i i haven't seen him in a while now but um sure that's because of of life getting in the way i suppose for for both of us you know um but no no beef between me and Damo. we're still very good friends we still chat and we still you know we will one day return to normal nonsense i'm sure of it i am going to try get Damo on for an episode obviously with the the king of the biscuits so stay tuned for that but yeah, other than that, we are all good folks. We are hunky dory. Um, but yeah, I actually love a packet of hunky dories now. But that is all. I've actually answered all the questions. So thank you so much for everyone that sent questions in on Instagram. Um, it really, and I might have answered some of these already back on Instagram as well. But I probably yeah, I don't know. I'm saying that now, but like I haven't, I haven't done it. I was going to, but I'm not going to now. I'll put up a post saying, "Oh, the sense of these on the podcast, and you have to listen." Um but yeah so that's it king of the biscuits starts monday the may 9th the may 9th the 9th of may uh with group one so basically be the first matches will kind of be taking place um over the matches are group one will take place over this week so you're going to have kind of like viscount versus ginger nut um pink wafer versus oes on monday then tuesday you're going to have viscount versus pink wafer and ginger nut versus oes on tuesday and then on wednesday you'll have ginger nut versus oes and pink wafer versus viscount is that the right way i just said it whichever way so basically over like the first three days of the week those matches will happen and i'm not sure yet whether it'll be like group two then will kick in on the thursday probably won't probably be the following week um so just keep an eye out we've got at least seven weeks to get through this I'll probably actually speed it up a bit. No, what am I saying? <laughs> yeah, I'll speed this up a bit. Um, yeah, so I am very excited for this year's King of the Biscuits. I have got some merchandise on the way. Got some samples of some uh, button badges and some um, acrylic pin badges. So if anyone is interested, let me know. I would love to send you one. Um, and you can rep Saturday Cereal everywhere you go. You can stick it on a bag, stick it on your shirt, stick it in someone's back. Don't do that, because, I don't know, I could probably get sued then. But, yeah, so that'll be, they're coming soon. Um, I'm waiting on the samples, kind of see what they're like. I'm also looking into getting, like, little bowls made. Little plastic, kind of, eco bowls. Um, 
so keep an eye out as well for that hopefully soon maybe some spoons but looking at a few different things really 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 hoping i get more time to kind of focus on the podcast now as well um and hopefully next week i'll be back with some cereal hopefully you get me head around it oh what am i like but yeah if you haven't you can find me on tiktok now um i do you follow people on tiktok is that how that works if you do follow me on tiktok and um, thanks you can, <laughs> if you do uh thanks you're very good um but on tiktok you will find me at i sorry i don't know what it is so i'm gonna actually have to open it up so you can probably hear that video playing in the back it's oh, it's just saturday cereal yep saturday cereal that's how you find me on tiktok so yeah you can follow me on tiktok saturday serial on instagram saturday serial podcast and thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you next week <laughs>